I really feel it's important to have a journal on our journey as we journey through something, but not just to keep track of what happened, but it's that evidence that you have made it through. And so you get to look back and see, well, what lessons did I learn through this? What did I learn not to do again? And what did I learn to keep and hold on to so that I know the next time I can be as resilient, if not better? And build on that. Welcome to the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast, where you will hear fearless stories to nurture your dreams and inspire you to live a radiant lifestyle you love. Now, here is your host, Stacey Zand. Welcome to episode 29, where the idea of your story matters and writing well continues with this interview featuring today's guest speaker, Michelle O'Neill. You're going to hear all about her when we begin our episode today. I just want you you to know that she shares her impactful story and what led her to write her second book as a wordsmith. Analyzing the serenity prayer line by line, there were so many thought-provoking moments in this conversation, and I just know you're going to be blessed by her story and what she has to share when it comes to mastering your Monday, the significance of the mat, and how you can have the courage to do what you're called to do with the help of the right mentor and guidance in your life. And be sure to stick around till the very end where you will hear some radiant takeaways from this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by the Fearless Creator Artistic Project, sponsored by Fulton County Arts and Culture to provide a space where there will be ongoing compilation of opportunities to meet online, learn, share, and enjoy art. The first workshop of the series started in November 2020 and will continue in January 2021. So you have the opportunity to catch up on that live recorded series now. This workshop series will serve as a respite and encouragement to those who wish to participate and write well in community. Learn more at thefearlesscreator.com slash writing well or text writing well to 66866. Everything we discuss in this episode, including the show notes, can be found at radiantperliving.com slash episode 29. Hello, Radiant Pearls and Fearless Creators. I'm so excited to have with me here today, the lovely Michelle O'Neill. And we're going to have such a great conversation here today on, of course, our continuation of the Writing Well series. But before we allow her to share her wisdom with us, I'd love for you to know a bit more about her so you can see the expertise that she's going to bring today. So today's guest speaker, Michelle O'Neill, is the founder of Mastering Your Monday, a lifestyle enrichment firm. She valiantly served her country and is a retired United States Air Force veteran. She's been affiliated with the military and government for 30 plus years. Her greatest accomplishments include successfully raising a daughter with bipolar one disorder and climbing Mount Fuji. So she knows a thing or two about overwhelm and pushing that start button even when you don't feel like it. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to be here, Stacey. Thank you so much for allowing me to step on your stage. Oh, awesome. So I know that you have done some amazing things in your life leading up to now. And I would love to first find out how did you find your purpose? Wow, big question. Well, really, it was just a lesson that I actually received at nine years old from my mother. But it's just 
realizing that precious gift that I was given, I felt compelled to share it. I focus on not only what we innately have, but what's available to us from the outside. And I really believe that once we all realize that we have the ability to push that restart, start all over again, and I just wanted to get that message out. Awesome. So I can hear also with you sharing your purpose that it is intertwined with your passion. I could hear that in your voice. And I would love for you to share exactly what is your passion to those who are listening. So my passion really is about teaching women how to fish. And what do I mean by that? And what I want them to understand that no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what we find ourselves dealing with in life, that stresses us, give us overwhelm, whether we feel underappreciated, no matter what happens, there's always a way to move forward. And it's just knowing how to go through that process. In our schools here, they have a thing called stop, drop, and roll. And what it does is it teaches you the instinctive thing to do when there's a fire. You stop in your tracks, you drop to the floor, and then you roll to get away from the fire. But this is the same thing I want us as women to understand is If we go through this particular process, which for me is the MAT process, if we think through it, no matter what the situation is, there's always a solution. And a lot of times the thing that stops us in our track is because we can't see the solution. Hmm. Wow. So yes, you bring up a very interesting point, knowing that there is a solution that you can see with the business and you having been a writer, an author, and incorporating all of that that you do in your life's purpose and mission. How do you go about planning for that radiant life that you love being a fearless creator, I'd like to say. And you can take us through that journey in terms of whether you have a weekly routine or a daily or monthly. What does that look like? That's what Mastering Your Monday, that's how that came about. Monday is the beginning of the week. And I truly believe if you start the way you start your Monday is the way that you set yourself up for the rest of the week. Monday is your new beginning, your do-over, your start all over again. And so many times we look at it as drudgery. And the thing is, if we start, and I like to prepare the Sunday before, is I sit down and I get into my planner and I think, what are the three biggest things that I want to accomplish this week. And you look at every aspect of your life, whether it be your personal, your professional, whichever, your church, whatever it is, what are the three things that I need to do this week to really feel that I've won my week? And I write those down. And then daily, as I remember those things, as I look back, I know that everything I do throughout that week is to make sure I accomplish those three things. And then it makes it easy to say no to the other things. Is is this going to help me accomplish this? Well, then this week is not that important. I think it's important that we have daily routines and we have weekly routines. And so for me, every day, I start the day as I mean to go on. And I try that by sometime with prayer and meditation, just to get my head in the right space to deal with what ever gets thrown my way during the day. Awesome. I really love, I don't know if it's this universal code or something, but that 
power of threes. I see a lot of people concentrating on the big three and, you know, even the planner that I use and I have open up with me today, it has the three dots on each day where you can circle in exactly what it is that I would like to accomplish. Of course, it's filled with stuff, but normally I have at least my top three and that that is like a daily thing. And I find that, okay, I get to be very productive But sometimes, just like you were saying, it can get overwhelming knowing that you have all those things that you need to accomplish and you may have just that top three thing each day. But I love that you've simplified it even further by saying for the entire week, just having an outlook and having that top three for the week. That's very interesting. I love that concept. In terms of you going about and even helping others, I know you have your own routine and you are coaching and helping others through your program. I would love for you to share a little bit more about how you may take others through that process, maybe even with the way that you write and you share, maybe you have conversations by email or by utilizing your book that you've written. I'd love for you to share some of the highlights that you've heard feedback on or that has really stood out for you on your journey to writing well. Well, I'm so thrilled that you mentioned the book because with the latest book that I wrote, It's called Managing, I'll Make It Through, Managing Life When All Hell Breaks Loose. So it's how do we deal with that thing that just knocks us down? And then how do we prepare to deal with it the next time or something the next time it comes around? But along with that book, I created a journal. And so I really feel it's important to have a journal on our journey as we journey through something, but not just to keep track of what happened, but it's that evidence that you have made it through. And so you get to look back and see what lessons did I learn through this? What did I learn not to do again? And what did I learn to keep and hold on to so that I know the next time I can be as resilient, if not better, and build on that? The journal is real important for your aha moments. Journaling is really important. And I would love to say I journal every day, but I don't. I forget. And sometimes days get too busy. But I I realize it's really important to set that time away. So that's one of the things that I encourage my clients to do is journal. And we talk about the process that I take them through is what I call the MAT technique, M-A-T, because I believe that all the real work happens on the mat. You know, when you think of martial arts and boxing and all those things, they all have this mat. And that's where you learn your training and your technique. And you go through the process of being a master. So that's why I have the mat. And what is the mat? The mat is M is your mind shifts from those old mindsets. It's those things that we've learned, those patterns that we've created throughout our lives. And how do we shift? Are they good patterns or are they bad patterns? Are they things we want to keep? Or are they things that we need to shift from and say, hey, maybe they no longer serve me or it's no longer a truth or it never was a truth. And then the the A is our arsenal. You know, what do we already have? And I believe that we have everything we need already inside of us. So what is it that we have already. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Kingsman, but one of my favorite scenes was when he walked into that room and everything he needed for his mission was right there. 
All he needed to do is grab the right tools to complete that mission. And that's how we are. We've already got a lot of knowledge, experience. And so we need to grab from that knowledge and grab from that experience and then use our community. Who do we already know? Who's the doctor? Who's the lawyer? Who's the best friend? Who's our mentor? People that already have their knowledge and experience that we can draw on. And that's what we go out into the world with. And that's how we deal with each one of our circumstances. And then finally, the techniques and tools. What techniques and tools, after we've looked at our arsenal and looked around, what is it that we find or think we're still missing? What piece of knowledge, what technique are we missing? And how do we learn it? How do we do the things we need to do to grab that and put that in our arsenal too. Beautiful. Oh, you're preaching, sister. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) As you were breaking that down, I can see, of course, those who are just listening and they're not watching on our YouTube channel or on the Facebook Live, they are not seeing all the motions, the passion. You can see that you're a natural born speaker, a motivational (laughs) speaker. I love that. You pointing out even... While you were sharing all the tools, the techniques, the what you need to have ready. And I love that visual from the movie as well. All that you need for that mission, right? Even when you pointed out mentorship, I can tell one of the biggest components of really going through a coaching program, you're just really compensating someone for their time and investing in you beyond sometimes what you would have in a traditional maybe mentorship that is voluntarily done because you commit your life to the cause of mentoring and equipping and giving more resources and individualized attention. And so it's that exchange that takes place there. But it's interesting because it could really be one and the same, right? And I'd love to know what role mentorship and maybe even coaching has played directly in your life and on your writing well journey? I'd love to know. Well, let me start out by saying I have two coaches and they have not been my only, but they've been the last last two that I've been with over the last few years. So a lot of people say, you know, how long do you keep a coach? It's different for each person and it's different depending on your journey and what you're trying to learn. But there are two things that I really want to bring out here. And the first thing is I'm one who I'm highly driven type A. And if I can find a way to get there faster and less painful, I'm all for it. So that's why I have a coach. I don't want to take all the years of experience that they've already put in. That's why I hire them because they put in the work. So now they can give me the cliff notes. I just want the cliff notes so I can get through this. Mm -hmm. Tell me the quick way to do it. Just tell me, do it and I'll do it. So that's the purpose of a coach to help you get there faster. We can wallow in our pain forever or we can hurry up and put the Baxitration and the cover over it and get there a lot faster. And that's what I say. And the second thing was, I really realized this week, believe it or not, is I started thinking of someone asked me how important or how long does someone stay in your program or once they're in your program and they get the process, are they done? And I said, that's absolutely up to that person and how well they want to master the process. It's kind of like fishing. When you go fishing and someone teaches you how to fish, yeah, they teach, put your pole in the water and and to put something on the end of it and catch this fish. And that's great. Now you know you can catch a fish and you can eat for the rest of your life. But if you really want to master it, 
and be able to catch the top fish and be able to get an abundance, then in that process, then you start saying, well, what kind of lure are you using? What do the different lures mean? And why is this one better than the other? And I noticed that you cast your reel a little differently. And I noticed different fish, you pull a little different. So that's what a coach does for you and a mentor does with for you is how much you want to master that particular skill. Wow. One of the things that just came to mind as you were sharing that so beautifully is that, of course, when you're in the situation and you're living it and going through it, sometimes it's hard for you to be subjective and to really see the big picture. But someone who is from the outside kind of looking in that you've allowed into your space to speak life into your situation and just to speak with you and for you to be in a place to receive it can make a whole lot of difference, which is why we do know that we need community. No man is an island. And you having a coach and seeing the value in that allows you to be able to be that step ahead where you get to choose who you're having coming into your circle to guide you because they're coming from a place of wisdom as to where you want to go and what you desire to do that they've already accomplished. And I love that they can help prevent some of those same pitfalls that they lived through and they experienced. There's nothing like speaking from a place of experience because there's substance in what you do help people to go through having lived it. So that's awesome. I love that you pointed out all those amazing points. And so even when it comes to experiences, knowing that you value so much, getting those cliff notes version so that you can get further ahead, How would you say your experiences and your maybe setbacks and disappointments have shaped you into the person that you are today? Wow. It's everything. It's everything of learning and looking back on how you process through it. And if you process through it well, we all have experiences, but we need to take those experiences and take the lessons from it. I just read something today and they said, that mistakes and failures are just lessons and growth. And we have to look at those mistakes and failures and that's all they are. And so I truly believe that as I look back on my life, I don't see any failures. I don't see any mistakes. I just see opportunities for new growth because every time something doesn't work, it gives you that to try something new. It sure does. Even when you were saying, I know one of the things while doing research and getting to know more about you is that you have recently released your second book this year. That's just incredible. And this has been a year of release for so many. And you mentioned a little bit earlier about the word abundance. And that's my word for this year. And I know there's been a lot of loss and a lot of things that have happened this year that none of us could have foreseen when we decided to come up with our words in the beginning of the year, right? But I believe in so many other ways, depending on your perspective, there still has been abundance that people have been able to find abundance of time or an abundance of so many different things based on your perspective and your situation. Did you do both books this year or is it just your second book released this year? The second one, the first one was actually just a year ago. So they've been back to back and I had no intentions of writing the second one, but I was talking to my coach. 
And I was sharing with her the experiences I was dealing with at that time. And I was telling her, the only way I am making it through this is actually was going through the serenity prayer, which is what my second book is about, is actually taking the original serenity prayer, which a lot of people don't know. They think it's just the first four lines, but it's actually a lot more to it. And I took each one of those lines and broke them down as a chapter and really dissected what that means in life, how we're to apply that principle to our lives. As a beloved and radiant listener, I want to give you the opportunity to access the gift guide that we've prepared for you, currently available at radiantpearlliving.com slash gift guide. And do not miss the opportunity to join us for our continued Writing Well workshop in January. This is just what you need to begin your journey to writing well this season for yourself, loved one, or community. You decide who you will share your story with, so they can receive what you are conveying with words well written. Think how far you wish your story to go and who will eventually read your story in its varied form. Journal, book, handwritten letter, blog, caption, social media post. Get the framework, guide an intentional community to show up for yourself consistently in the exciting ways shared in our workshop series. Learn more at the Fearless creator.com slash writing well or text writing well to 66866 because that's what helped me Hmm. get through some challenging times beautiful you know even as you're saying that and i'm thinking about the idea and just the word serenity you know getting to that serene place and i know we talked a little bit earlier about overwhelm so many people experience overwhelm because they don't have a plan they don't really know a solution what lies ahead and so much in our conversation i'm I'm gleaning i'm getting so much from you know what we're discussing here today because i do incorporate a lot of those same concepts in my life i love that you're putting towards so many components that really does allow you to thrive and live to that place where you can be fearless in what you've been given as a vision or a mission to accomplish and knowing that there's steps to get to that place where you're truly able to take other people on that journey with you, maybe in the form of writing a book or, you know, as you're doing with your program and coaching others, mentoring others and speaking life and hope and peace. Oh, peace, how much, even as a nation, we need peace every day and being able to find that through the art of journaling. That is such a big component of what we discuss here in this podcast. So you're the perfect fit here, (laughs) but take us to a place in that book, because I would love for people to know more why they should also take the time out to invest in themselves, to read that book. We have a few weeks left here in the rest of 2020, and we want your name of that book, I'll Make It Through, Managing Life When All Hell Breaks Loose. I mean, that's just incredible to think, you know, being so specific in maybe the experience. Have you received any feedback? What was it like writing this particular book and um, maybe something that stood out? I wrote the book because I was led to write the book. I really believe not only was I obedient, but I'm a woman of faith. And every time I would sit down before a chapter, I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to say? Because 
I don't know what to say. And I didn't rely on myself. I relied on what I heard. And when I wrote the book, because it was for me as well. And let me tell you, I have gone back over that book three times, even in the last year. It's not a one and done. It really isn't. Because each time you go through, you glean something different. I'm a word or I forgot the correct word. Well, anyway, I'm a wordsmith. I love words. Let me get that right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know it's logo something. So what I did is as I read the line to each one of those, there's a word that just screamed at me. And I always want to understand stuff. So I would look up that word. And that was one of the first things that I would put in a chapter. Because we use the English language through our understanding and not really the true meaning of a lot of words. And it was so important to me that you understood what this one word meant. Simple things like acceptance, accept. What does it mean to accept? What does it mean? Serenity. What does serenity really mean? You know, we think of it as a feeling. And so all these things are For each chapter, sometimes one definition, sometimes two definitions, because I thought it was so important that you understood where I was going. And then the second thing is in each chapter, not only is there the word of the understanding, but I also wanted you to have practical steps at the end to walk through this process. So each chapter has its own practical steps related to that. So the first chapter was accept the things I cannot change. Lord, give me the serenity. Yeah, the serenity to accept accept the things I cannot change. And I'm like, what do you mean serenity to accept something? How am I supposed to be serene about accepting something that I don't like? Mm -hmm. And so that personality came out in that, you know, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. And I just want to touch on the fact that each one of the people that got back to me when they were reading the books, different chapters touched them in different ways. It's Mm -hmm. all about where are you in your journey and where are you willing to listen? Sometimes we're different places in our journey, but we're not ready to listen at that particular space. But there is a space that we are willing to listen. Mm -hmm. And so each one of the people would tell me exactly what chapter touched them. And a lot of them were using it as their meditation in the morning. Hmm. They were reading through it. And one of the things I heard is it's an easy read, but it's a deep read. So that's one of the things. So that's what I did is each chapter, I broke down that line, except the things I cannot change. And then the second one is, and have the courage to change the things I can. So I really wanted to look at courage. What is courage? Does that mean I have no fear? Absolutely not. That's that you move forward in the face of fear. Right. You know, that you step out fiercely as the woman that you are, but also resting in the fact that, you know, God's got your back. Right. Oh, I love that you brought that up on my wall over to the left here. In some pictures, people see it, but one of the words that really stand out is brave. And just like you were saying, courage and the definition that sometimes people define things, just like you were saying, based on 
what it is that they're ready to receive and how they're experiencing things. We ascribe meaning based on our viewpoint a lot of times. But if we are able to truly go line by line, like you were saying, even when it comes to the word, take people who do that in-depth study and how you can glean something different each time based on what you are living sometimes. Of course, you look at the context, but you apply application, meaning, all of that. And that is what is so beautiful about being a wordsmith. You are in essence being a reflection of the master creator. And when you take the time out to use your words and using your words to impact others. And it's such a beautiful thing because even when you mentioned that word, another word that came to mind, because I like to think I'm a wordsmith as well, you know, all authors to some degree (laughs) will have to operate in that way. And fearless, that's one of the reasons why we have that, that fearless program, just thinking how just how you described it. Just knowing that, yes, you're going to have that fear. You're going to have that doubt, but you're going to push past that and move beyond. And that is where that courage that you mentioned is going to really be that force and other people are going to grab a hold of they're like what where is this coming from it's not because i didn't have any fears because i pushed past it and it's not on my own like i have the help and the guidance with the mentors that god has placed in my life with the coaches i've surrounded myself with and then the master one that i consult through prayer you know and so all of that allows you to get to that place it's just such a beautiful thing and i'd love for people because you've already shared so much with Wisdom here today. It's just been so delightful. I would love for you to share words, what last words that you would like to encourage your listeners to take with them on this journey to writing well that you can leave with them today. Wow, such a heavy task. (laughs) (laughs) My key takeaway is that you really do have everything you need already inside you. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. How beautiful, the creator. We are so complex. It isn't even totally understood by science. We are such complex creatures, but sometimes we just need someone to help us illuminate that. And sometimes it's through words. Sometimes it's just through them being there. But we're often, and you said this, too close to see the forest for the trees. So it really is okay to ask for help and to utilize those who've been placed in your life. Beautiful, beautiful. I'd love for people to know how they can further connect with you and the marvelous book that you've written. Well, I have a site. It's, of course, masteringyourmonday.com. And if you'd like the journal and the book, it's forward slash bundle. So it's masteringyourmonday.com forward slash bundle. And you can also reach me on all social media at Michelle O'Neill. So make sure you look at how to spell my name because it's different, but (laughs) at Michelle O'Neill and you can find me. Yes. Awesome. It's very, it is unique and I'll make sure to link to everything in the show notes. So we'll have easy access to your book and your website and, you know, your handles and what you've provided there for people to connect with you. It's just been such a beautiful time here today, Michelle. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your expertise and just being the lady that really sees the value in mastering your Monday and being a master of your your trade that really conveyed today. And I really appreciate you. 
Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I believe we're called to master the purpose and the gift that God has given us. We're called to excellence. And so I strive. Amen. Now for some Radiant Pearl takeaways. It's so important to know and see the solution ahead for your situations in life. Go through the process of being a master. The mat is your mind shifts from those old mindsets. It's those things that we've learned, those patterns that we've created throughout our lives and how we shift. Are they good patterns or are they bad patterns? Are they things you want to keep or are they things that you need to shift from and say, hey, maybe this no longer serves me or it is no longer a truth or maybe it was never a truth. And then think about what is in your arsenal. What is it that you already have and believe that you have everything you need already inside of you? After we've looked at our arsenal and looked around, what is it that we find or think we're still missing? What piece of knowledge, what techniques are we missing and how do we learn it? How do we do the things we need to do to grab what is necessary and put that in our arsenal? I just absolutely adored that message from Michelle. She also pointed out the value and purpose of a coach. You know, if I can find a way to get there faster, as she was saying, and less painful, just like she is for it, I'm for it, hopefully you're for it. And that is why you need to consider the years of experience that other people have put in and that they're able to bring to the table when they take the time to deposit that wisdom and, of course, the experience and substance that they've had to live through so that you don't have to. And that is why we do work with coaches and mentors and see the value in that. That is the purpose, as she said, of a coach is to help you get to where you want to go faster. If you really want to master something and be able to get my favorite word for this year, an abundance, then think about the process. Ask the right questions and receive guidance, even if you're not asking the right questions, on how you can get more of what you are searching for on your journey. And ask yourself, how much do you want to master the particular skill you know you need to get to where you want to go? And finally, one of my favorite words is fearless. And I love the point that she pointed out and answered the question, what is courage? Does that mean you have no fear? Absolutely not. That is when you move forward in the face of fear. You step out fiercely, as she says, as the woman that you are and rest in that fact because God's got your back. As we continue to share multi-generational stories that inspire, I want to invite you to tell a friend about this podcast. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook. What was your greatest takeaway when it comes to journaling, valuing mentors, coaches, and why it is so important in your story? Remember, we love being social and hearing from you. So connect with each other and me on Instagram at Lady Stacey Sant and at Radiant Pearl Living, where I can personally 
will respond and we share your highlights of your takeaways when you tag me. And we have a Facebook group. We know that that is the place that everyone loves to hang out right now. And we would love to be able to feature you on our many platforms as members in our community. Continue to listen to the stories of our elders, millennial mentees who've become mentors themselves as you strive to find your purpose. Delve deeper in the discussion and ideas through journal questions provided in our weekly newsletter. Thank you for listening to Radiant Pearl Living RPL Live with Stacey Zant. Visit us at radiantpearlliving.com slash episode 29. And I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to live a radiant life you love.